Welcome everybody to the second episode of the Six Town Podcast. Sean and Chris here. Um, great response from the first podcast. We're really happy that everybody's talking about it, sharing it on social media. We've been getting lots of uh, positive vibes about it. Um, this episode, hopefully, Chris, going to have more yeah, we've content. got we've got a fair bit more going on this episode, so uh, should hopefully keep more people listening for longer. Hopefully they listened to yeah. the whole thing last time, but I'm sure they did. But, uh, yeah, right. Um, we've got uh, some good news, some big news. We've got um, some stuff about what we've been up to, and we've also got uh, an interview um, with a guest that we, well, Benny Thomas, that we, we attempted to take at the weekend, but things didn't quite go as planned. Yeah, the plan was for both of us to be there and do the interview together and record this podcast together. But uh, yeah, travel to Birmingham. Both of us drove to Birmingham. Yeah, but I didn't quite get there. About twenty miles <laughs> short, my bike gave up the ghost on the M5. Yeah, As, it's not like it's not like you've got an unreliable bike. You've done thousands of miles on that thing. Yeah, it's just time it gave up the ghost. To be fair, it's that thing of when you actually need it, need to get somewhere that it doesn't get there. It's always yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, so you so did the... We'd also planned on recording this little intro while we were together, and so that's probably why we're running on a bit of a DIY setup now. The yeah. sound might be a bit shade quality. Yeah, the but, sound might be a bit suspect, but um, we'll make it better next break. time. And, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it, it would have been different if uh, if my bike didn't give up the ghost, so, yeah. Yeah. Shit happens, I guess. So, um, yeah. So yeah, we've got interview with Benny Thomas coming up in a bit. Yeah. We've also got a new mu- music feature with Simon Hill. Um, right. He also did the artwork for the, the the little logo for the podcast that you can see online. So yeah. massive thanks wicked to him for doing that. that. Yeah, in, and uh, really looking forward to some of the music that he's gonna bring to us. Just his personal collection, or yeah, so that that would yeah, right. be good. We'll. Uh, section on the podcast at every episode so something to look forward to definitely i think we should crack into that pretty 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 sharpish i wouldn't hear that yeah yeah let's do that yeah let's see what he's uh what he's got going on yeah um, let's do that yeah over to simon and see what's going on hey what's up my name's simon i've been asked to play a couple of songs on these podcasts and chat about some of the bands and why I've chosen them. Um, This will be the first one I've done and I am going to choose, probably most of these will be random small bands that not a lot of people have heard of, just because I'm an asshole and that's how I roll. Um, This first track is from a band called Coming of the New Messiah, which was a short-lived band from my hometown in New Zealand. Um, I love metal, most forms of metal music, and I'm choosing this because I guess this was my entry point to uh, more gnarlier metal, I suppose. I grew up in a punk and hardcore scene, uh, which already, I guess, was aggressive style of music, and... One of my early gigs that I went to, this band played, 
and it was not like anything that I was used to. Um, as far as hardcore goes, generally, shit's a little friendlier, a little bit more positive, community orient based, whatever. And then these guys came on and they were just horrible. And I remember being like uneasy and thinking, what the fuck is this shit? Um, so I guess that was my first kind of more extreme live music experience when uh, the singer came on and he was skinny as fuck and pale <clears throat> and has a horrendous voice as you will hear. Um, this particular track is called Born Of. It's not very long and it is off a split with um, an American hardcore band called Brothers Keeper. Um, which I think Surprise Attack Records put out in the, in the mid to late 90s, probably. Um, the cover was painted by Dean Sacred, who's a renowned tattooer in New Zealand. So the cover's sick. The first half of the split is great from Coming of the New Messiah. The Brothers Keeper side is uh, musically great. But I could never really get behind the vocals of um, Brothers Keeper. So that was a very neglected side. Anyway, here's the song. I hope you enjoy. Till next time. Thanks for that, Simon. Appreciate uh, your time doing that for us, and uh, looking forward to the next one on uh, the next episode of the podcast. Yeah, dude. So, uh, what have you been up to? What's happening? Uh, been on? Had a bit going on recently. The last kind of month has been last three weeks. Yeah, it's been pretty been hectic. Busy, like, eh? yeah. So I finally got my Jenny engine back together. 
and that's all back in the frame and and uh, kind of happy with how it's looking at the moment. Just got a couple of things left to fabricate and um, should be good yeah. then hopefully and just get it all wired and everything and try and fire it up. And uh, that'll be a relief when that happens because this project's been going on way too long. <laughs> like way too long. Yeah. Yeah, but there we go. Looks good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, yeah. Seems like it's sort of flowing together over the last few weeks sort of thing. It's quite, I think maybe it's because that motor's gone in. It just seems like it's just... Yeah, I think looks I've, like a bike now. Yeah, I'm going to kick myself in the ass a little bit because I kind of was hoping to have it done by now. It should have been done already. But um, yeah. yeah, so I've kind of kicked myself in the ass a bit and uh, spend a bit more time on it and yeah, getting it done. So I really want to ride it this year and put some miles on mm-hmm. it and break it in and hopefully not break it. But yeah, should be good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, have you been up to much? You been riding or anything? Uh, yeah, I've just been milling around riding, doing nothing too heavy, just local really. Yeah. Um, so you rode up the Bucks the other week when we were yeah, riding? Yeah, I did see you up at Flat Track. That's about, uh, it's not too far for me. Yeah. 40 miles or something. Nice, you know? nice part of the world as well. That's the first time we've been up there in a... Yeah. Mine was snow on the side of the road. It was, it yeah, was nice and warm yeah. when I set off. <laughs> Just keeps going up and up. <laughs> yeah, up there, the snow on the side of the road. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, other than that, no. I've, just, I've had a few bits and bobs of uh, things I've been doing for people in the garage, and that's about it, really. Like just work. getting revved up now. I'm just getting really... Trying to make some plans for the, the season start and just getting yeah, the, it's, it's going to be on us now, isn't it? The uh, yeah, first show is coming up, right. so yeah. Well, the first show's already been with them, um, the Frosty Run, but yeah, they'll be going to be yeah. coming thick and fast yeah. now, like so. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it, getting out there and seeing everyone again. It should be good That's it. after the winter hibernation's over. Yeah, yeah. you've been out racing too, haven't you? Yeah, I've been racing, raced um, first round of the DTRA a few weeks ago now, yeah. and uh. Racing the Indian Scout this year. Um, yeah, right. So, yeah, Indian have asked us to ride that for all the year and kind of didn't get a chance to race it or well, ride it before the first round. So it's a bit of a learning curve and, <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to manoeuvre a big heavy bike around a little speedway track is interesting. But, um, in, in the deep end. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, the best way, I guess, I might say. But, um, yeah, kind of got the hang of it and we're getting out practising on... Again, going practicing this week on it actually, and uh, ready yeah. for I think the next round is Hell's Race out in Holland, so that's in I think it's a week and a half now or something. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, Anybody yeah. who gets the chance to go there, like the Valdian lads, just make a, a mega job of everything that they put on and everything that they do. So they do like the it, organization. It doesn't matter whether it's choppers or racing or whatever, they just do it right, and I think. Yeah. I've, I did Hell's Race the first year that they did it. I know it's at a different site now and stuff, but I just know that the way that they run things, they just, they're just they so laid back and everything just ends up running smoothly. And, and I, I, never I, I recommend anybody goes there. And, I um, never understand how they've managed to do, do that. Like, they look like they're just super chill, yeah. not really doing anything, yeah. but everything happens and everything works out. <laughs> it's a yeah, fair play to them. They've got, yeah. they've got the right thing going on. So, yeah. yeah, looking forward to getting over that. We're going to spend like a week kind of travelling back and forth and stuff and right. visit some friends and that so yeah it should be yeah. good yeah. should be a nice relaxed trip nothing too stressful yeah, yeah. dude yeah man so, so um we got a guest on yeah we um, this week managed to pin down Benny yeah. Thomas for a, a quick well yeah. 
well, it was meant to be a quick chat, but with you two talking, it seemed uh, <laughs> to be. To be fair, <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, we're, we're all friends, so it's, yeah, exactly. Know, it, I, I, it's like trying to cram his life and choppers into a, um, a, a conversation I, that somebody can sit down and listen to. Exactly, it's so difficult. There's like, so many I, different stories that could be told and things you could yeah, go into, right. but. Yeah, it's, it's been there it's all out, week, like listening to hours. it. Yeah, isn't it? But um, yeah, there was. I had a, a bunch of things I wanted to ask him. Um, I felt like it was quite important. I didn't mention anything why he was sitting with me, um, but I felt it was quite important that we put him on first or really early in. The guest list. Because... Yeah, definitely. Good because of his background in yeah in choppers. He's been doing it for a long time, mm. like just in general kind of thing. But then I think, with, especially with the scene as it is now, mm-hmm. he's definitely he's plays mega part in it. Whether you know, yeah, uh, I'm not, totally. I'm not, not saying like, oh, you know, he's he, he created choppers in the UK because that's a ridiculous statement for anybody to. to <laughs> Playing yeah. that, but yeah. you know, uh, I think th- over the last sort of ten years, he's what, done a major. He's done yeah. For, if we want to call it this scene, because it's a crappy word, but and it's a crappy thing, but it's kind of like the only thing that summarizes what we do. Um, yeah, I think involved he's, in he's, and... he's, he's done loads for everybody. He's put yeah. so many bikes into it and got so many people together and created this sort of community that we sort of evolving you know, and we've met yeah. so many people and good yeah. friends and yeah from it and yeah. yeah I think he has had a massive effect on it in a yeah. really in a po- really positive way yeah and um I think he has that vibe around him he's, he's just a nice bloke and he just has yeah. that vibe around him where people can yeah. people like chatting to yeah <laughs> and he is just his face in it as well as laugh and everything yeah yeah and he just Never failed to so, make yeah, smile, I like. felt like my personally I feel like it's quite important that every there's probably a lot of people that haven't been into into um choppers for very long that don't even realise because he's kind of like Yeah he's had got, other interests over the last um, He's pretty understated now, wouldn't he? Kind of thing and just, yeah. I think some pro- people probably don't even realise who he is and no, I think and it's what quite he's done in the past. Yeah. People recognise who he is. Um, yeah, it is, yeah, definitely. I think it's a good and point. He's not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah. forget Benny. No. Yeah, cool. Let's uh, break over to that then so, and uh, hear what yeah, you guys yeah. have a chat about. And uh, yeah, so here's Sean and Benny having a chat. Right. So I'm sitting here with Benny Thomas, formerly of Bone Shaker Choppers. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is going to be really difficult because we're friends, but we'll try and just make it like a casual conversation. So, go back to the start of it. What's your what? What we're interested in to start with is just what your background is, where you grew up, and if you were influenced by bikes with family or friends in your early childhood or anything like that. Yeah, um, I'm from Wolverhampton. Um, Nobody was into bikes in my family at all. In fact, they were all quite anti-bikes. We were never allowed them. We were never allowed anything, you know, scrap yeah. or any, any kind of bikes at all. My me, me dad was super anti them. 
how I got into them, um, or this the style of the bike, I don't really know. I, th- I think everyone, most little boys, I guess, are interested in cars and motorbikes and, and that, that sort of thing. Um, I think one of the, the first bikes I saw was in a car magazine, it was in a custom bike, custom car magazine, and it was a, it was a, I think it was a pan in hindsight, but it was like a flamed up sort of stock frame, big A panker kind of things. And I remember laminating that picture with sellotape. This stick, is when you were a kid, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sticking it on, on my bedroom wall, you know, so that was the first one I had, and, uh, and really liked it. Um, there was a, in Wolverhampton, there was a, there was a MC clubhouse, and we used to see those lads around quite a bit on sort of various stuff, so, you know, um, perhaps they had a bit of an influence on, on me, but I, I couldn't really pinpoint anything to say why I got into... That got you into... In, yeah, into yeah. choppers, particularly. Yeah. Um, I just liked that. I just liked them. I just liked the, the, the pictures. I liked uh, looking at them. I discovered Backstreet Heroes magazine, which was... Can you remember the first time you rode a bike? Did you do, like, field biking? You know, like, were you mates and stuff? Oh, yeah, like, we yeah. had, yeah, I had, like, yeah, mates had bikes, and we had, like, real shitty MZ and stuff, yeah. you know what I mean, when we were like, you know, TS125s and stuff, and uh, I remember we had a, a little 50 seat series to razz up me mate's field with it, and had a, uh, somebody put a sock in a, in a hole in the, in the soil and took it, <laughs> <laughs> had a big hole in it, so it was, it was sort of stuff like that, Yeah, yeah. but um, I just always wanted a, a, a chopper, that was what really got me going, and I sort of... Were you quite an alternative person as as as, as when when you were younger? In any case, uh, not not massively. I was always into that. I suppose you know the slightly different. I was never I was never a, a, a fucking goth or anything like that. But no. I was always a bit Levi's and a bit you know. But would you say a little bit? A little bit. Were you just into motorbikes in general, or was it just choppers that shone at you? Or I think just choppers. I think, I think, yeah, yeah, I think initially just like I say, any, any bikes, but I think yeah. yeah, that sort of progressed onto chopper from quite an early age. I was sort of fascinated by um, all sorts of custom stuff. Really, I mean, I had a, you know I was interested in like the Lambrettas as well and, and, and yeah. the Vespas for, for a short period. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, we, I think I think probably finding some of the, the early magazines you know, that were available in the UK at the time or that, that I could get my hands on, um, and that was really got me into choppers. So, yeah, off. sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, could you get easy riding? You, easy riding. I, I, you, you could, um, but probably not from Stars New Agent, New Agent, yeah, where, right. where yeah, we lived. You could yeah. get uh, so it was BSH, and it was probably the early one, so probably late eighties. Yeah, I guess when I sort of first saw, saw, saw that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what what did you do? Just at some point, just go out and buy something to start start you off. Yeah, the the, the first bike I did. Um, I did the first bike I, 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 I attempted to do was a, um, a CB550, and the um, was, was it a bike when you bought it or was no, it pieces? No, it was a frame. It was, a frame. It was um, um, so I remember um, phoning around and literally the only adverts we, we, you can get on the internet, thank you. Yeah, so the, the only no. the, the only the only way the, the only things you used to see were in the bargain pages, which was like the, the sort of exchange of marks, yeah, like kind of stuff. And you'd see like chopper for sale. So you bring some bloke up, like you know, some some yeah. some guy, and, and just waste his time and, and ask lots of questions. And then um, uh, and then there was a, the custom bike shops, and there was sort of route, yeah, right. route sixty six. And uh, where was that in Birmingham? Um, the old brown, I don't know where. Route yeah, okay. 69, somewhere like that. And there was Tress Customs in the. Coventry, right, and Trez Customs had a little like uh, I remember the advert, like a little advert in some of the magazines, um, 
I remember phoning them and just asking if they got any, any bits for sale, any frames for sale. Um, and he did, he had a CB450 um, frame that had been hardtailed. Um, I didn't really know what, you know, I didn't buy it because it was a, a CB450, I bought it because it was a, you know, the, probably yeah. the only one he had yeah. that was there. So I bought this frame, um, having no idea about it, yeah. and then um, obviously discovered I needed a, a 550 motor, so went in the, um, once again through the, all the breakers, yards, all the breakers used to list within the in the bike trade was it? I don't know, but they used to list like all the parts they had. Right. You know, so you know, they, they just have like a big list of you know all the engines they had. So was it difficult for source motor? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it? Yeah. I can't remember where we went, but you know, one of we, there wasn't loads of them around. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure there were. You just didn't know. Uh, where to look. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it, was just, it was literally break, breakers yard, you know. So yeah. I went and um, I picked this, picked up this motor and, and forks and, and various other bits and, and, and put this little this, <laughs> this little chop together um, and. Uh, with a little Mustang tank and little 14 inch shapes on it and a hand painted yeah. little <coughs> uh, with flames, like orange flames and stuff. Um, and he was, a, you know, he was, a, he was an, an alright looking yeah. little, little boy. Had you got pals that were into it at the time? Were they helping no, you? No, 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 nobody, none of my mates were interested in Just totally little, on so your was, Yeah, we, we, yeah. It was just me and none of my mates could understand why, you know, why I liked him or why yeah. I played him. You know, a lot of people I know still, still think <laughs> the same thing. But I, yeah, I had no, nobody was into it at all. Um, and I got stuck with that bike. Uh, obviously, a lot of the stuff I couldn't weld, I couldn't do, yeah. you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything really. I was just sort of you know, bol- bol- bolting it together. Yeah. Um, and then I took that in the end to a, a, um, another guy that was a, a shop called Dave the Frame, he was, yeah. who uh, you might know, he's turned into a, frame, a, a friend over the years. But he, I took that bike to him basically, and they all laughed at me and, and laughed at all the things I've done <laughs> and, uh, and finished it off. Yeah. Um, uh, finished it off for me and, 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 and got it on the road. Um, through that, I did start to meet other people who were into similar stuff. Yeah. yeah, that was the that was the first bike. So that went on the road, and you rode that round for a bit, did it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how old were you then? Okay, you don't have to tell me that. No, I don't, that I don't know. Be, I don't know. Young, I mean, too, might be incriminating. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, no. probably too young to be to, to be to be riding a motorbike. By the time we went on the road, probably just about old enough to yeah right, to, okay. to, to ride a bike. Yeah. So where did it go from there? Did you just keep on swapping and changing? Yeah, I think the next. I, I sort of after that, I bought various stuff or projects and stuff. I sort yeah. of got into doing that, and they're all sort of GS Dows and, and all and chops, like all chops, yeah, yeah. All, all street forward, all classes street fighters yeah. then, which would to me like sort of you know a big inline fours, yeah, you know drop seat rails and sort of super wide glide front ends and, and and stuff, you know, yeah. Um, so I bought a few projects and stuff and sort of finished them off and rode around on them for a little bit. Mm. Um, I actually entered a competition in, in Backstreet Heroes magazine uh, and won a bike. Um, yeah. uh, there was a GS tag. Um, Is this shuffle. like early 90s now or what? Yeah, 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 I would say, yeah, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Um, uh, and set up my little CB. Um, yeah. I ended up selling that. Um, but yeah, just sort of played around with, with stuff like that, really. So what are you doing for a job at this time? Had you got to the job point? I think I got to the job point until about four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like a proper job. So, so, so what, what, what I'm getting at there as well is, did you do anything at school or did you go to college or anything like that that had 
any influence? Like, did you gain any skills from design or technology or no. like fabrication, art or mechanical or anything like no, that? No, no, my, my school could be, could be because my family weren't interested in anything, so they sort of pushed us in a different direction. And my school was pretty old-fashioned anyway, so we didn't get really chance to do anything yeah. like, you know, like that, like you know, sort, of mm. sort of engineering or anything like that. Um, you're into your art, though, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, so uh, that, that, that sort of came later, but yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the art thing was something I got into when I was a bit older. But then, I guess, I suppose I was like, like the builders labouring and, and then doing stuff like yeah, that, you know, yeah. roofing and, you know, just yeah. sort of sweeping up and stuff like that. Yeah. So, then, how long after that did you actually start Bone Shakers? What, what, how did that come about? What resulted of the Baxter Heroes competition? Uh, just, just that I won this bike, so I had, a, I had this, I had this sort of bike, which was the cool bike, built by right. a bike called Clink, if anyone remembers him. Right, um, right. Uh, oh, you won it? Oh, well, yeah, I won right. it. Yeah, 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 I did yeah. a competition, and uh, Great. I, I can't remember what it was, we just put in out something or, or yeah, something yeah, funny, yeah. and I, and right, I, and I won this bike, and it turned up in, in a van with this, with this, with this shop, with this fucking <laughs> <laughs> GSA, which was, which was ice. Cool. Um, so that, that was a nice bike. Um, yeah. How did Bone Shaker start? I, it, it didn't really, I never intended to... Right. To start anything, I think I always liked the idea of having a, having a custom shop, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, I think it it just stemmed from those bikes, or those first bikes I've built, and I've done a couple more. And there was an XS six fifty, which I believe is still doing the rounds, um, which mm. is the one <coughs> Battle actually had. In oh the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Um, and I bought that off a mate. Um, is that how long ago that was? Yeah, 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 that? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, well, that was built by a guy called Tank, right? Um, who I didn't know. Um, I believe somebody found it in a found it on a cudgel. Probably it was found in a lake or something, and then and this tank guy built this real sort of nice right. 80s style chopper out of it with like a you know all airbrushed, yeah, yeah, fucking wing horses and shit all over it, um, and you know leather grips and all that. Um, I, I got that and then built that into a sort of all right bike, you know, with big sort of eights and avons and stuff on it. Yeah. Um, so I think bone shakers. I think the name probably sort of came around first, and we probably you know, right. Sort okay. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, yeah. I had a, I've moved into a flat. Then it was like a, a tiny flat with a great big garage on the side. Right. So I think I probably sort of used to put it across as that. Yeah. Um, and sort of make it see, you know, seem like I had a business. I suppose. It, it, it was just you, though. It was just me. Yeah. 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 Um, and then when I moved out of that flat, I had nowhere to build anything, so I, I rented like a little sort of a tiny little unit. It was more like yeah. like a big shed, really, in the yeah. countryside. Um, and that's when I sort of started to get people coming in and, uh, you know... All, that's when all, you put all, a sign over the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people asking if I could do stuff. Yeah. And by that time, I'd done a bit of welding and stuff. And, you know, and obviously, I could, you know, I'd done uh, you know, a couple of welding courses and whatnot. So I'd learned a little yeah. bit more. But that's when I started to... I felt really I was selling more of the bikes I'd done for myself. What um, sort of bikes were you messing with around that sort of time? Was it like GSXRs and XSs and stuff? Uh... Yeah, more more excesses, loads of excesses. Yeah. No no Harleys at all. More um, a yeah. lot of inline jump stuff, you know, GS yeah. 850s and five fifty stuff like that. Over here especially there's a lot more of that stuff around though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well we weren't interested in that. Actually here's just yeah. full of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harleys are all men's bikes, you know, yeah. we didn't nobody <laughs> none of us wanted one there. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah. Um so I can't pin exactly when it was when I First, saw you in Baxter Heroes. I built a fucking hideous drag star in Problem. That's that, <laughs> yeah. no, I, I'm not saying it was hideous, <laughs> but I remember that drag star shaft driven orangey purple yeah. color thing. I remember it, yeah. Um, but that would have been what that was early 2000s, was it? Yeah, um, no, yeah, probably, yeah, maybe late 90s, early 2000s. 
Yeah. So we did quite a bit of stuff like that when those kind of bikes sort of became more available. In fact, that was a yeah, brand yeah. new bike, that was. That was a brand new Dragstar 1100. Was um, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ripped it to bits. ripped it to bits, yeah. yeah. And, um, and uh, it was like 20 inch overs on it. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Anyways, yeah, it was a pretty hideous motorbike, but at the time, it was. No, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it, though, at the time, yeah. I mean, that's, that was just a period that I think it was going through. It was yeah. a nice bike for, for what it was. And then afterwards, I think I saw... There was something else that you did. Another chopper. But I think that would have been around the time of sort of like the TV um, chopper hit. When, yeah. when did that come around, do you reckon? Because that was... What, when, it, when, when the drag star was in? No, when, yeah, when the TV, all the TV. The TV was probably... I think, I mean, it's probably a completely different time over there than it was over here, but I think I got wind of it probably mid, would it be mid, like 2005, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I don't know. We had, had, had a few bikes featured, we had a, an XS 6.5, there was like a... Uh, bright yellow thing with like girders on it, big long stretch thing. Is that about with the taxi? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that now, yeah, yeah. Stripped down the, down the side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. And a, uh, yeah, a couple more of those, those sort of things, yeah. But there's, uh, so did you move shop a few times then with bone shakers? We moved loads, yeah. So that's when, that's when, I suppose after that like initial little shed um, and then it was like, it was like an adult sort of, it wasn't a farm, but it was that kind of thing. And there was other right. units and there was guys that did like car custom, well, like car spraying, like sort of, you know, mm. um, bits and bobs. Um, and then he moved out. So I had that place and that's when sort of Bone Shakers was set up yeah. as, a, as a business, if you like. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were mostly, mostly sort of just building bikes and selling them um, or buying right. half finished okay. projects and selling them. Yeah. Um, uh, and occasionally doing stuff for people yeah. um, but it was more like little jobs and stuff wiring jobs and stuff um, and I had a, a chap uh, Nick that came to work for me he was an old friend of mine and he right. sort of did all the wiring and stuff and a bit of machining and stuff like that so that's when it sort of started to become a, a business if you like yeah, you know, that's yeah, when it started yeah. to become a, a you know a, a proper a proper concern sort of and then you moved down to uh, Bromsgrove from there? Yeah, well, we got thrown out of that. No, no, we got thrown out of that one. Right, um, okay. for, 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 for the noise. <laughs> like the noise. So I had to find somewhere really, really quick. Yeah. So we um, uh, found this place in, 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 in Birmingham um, in a not terribly nice area. Um, <laughs> area of Birmingham. Uh, and it was, like a, that was more like an industrial side. Fuck me, you couldn't leave anything. We, we built yeah. a frame jig by then and, and we, um, and the t- <laughs> when we were moving, we moved everything out. And you literally, if you went outside, or whether you'd lock yourself in there, basically, because you just all the all the skaggeds and that and sleep in the cars and come and nick all the stuff and the and the, the, the big upright of the um, of the frame jig, which is like an RSJ. I don't know what we'd use and, and things. And the fucking as we were moving and we went inside, we came back out and somebody nicked it. Played <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just every, everything went missing. So, um, but that was that was when things started to get busier work wise. Um, right. Uh, so that, that was all right, but yeah, sort of <laughs> fun, fun times. So were you, at the time, were you just like doing, um, doing what you could or had you 
had you seen like a style that you were into and stuff like that? Like, were you getting influences from Bachelor Heroes and AWOL? And... I'd got me, yeah, we got influence for them. I mean, at the time, who were, the, who were the, the big names at the time where they were building was the, was I think the around? It'd be nice to say, yeah, you know, Forest or Forest Era and all them, but yeah. we, I haven't got a no, clue that, you know, and the, and the people that influenced us were the people like Phil Piper, yeah, um, um, who else, Dick Tree, you know, yeah. guys like that who had. You know, cool big. They had the hard. They were the guys that were getting were the ones building the really cool stuff. Featured that was, in yeah, that yeah, match, yeah. Um, Even Chris Island, you know, desperate down at some some yeah, of these, yeah. you know, not his, his strikes and that, but the, the you know, yeah. the, the you know, he built little sort of diggeress for the seventies. Yeah, not, well, yeah. not loads of cool stuff, you know, and that was the kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I must have come across Easy Riders and that by then, all those kind of magazines. Yeah. Because I was definitely interested in that. I fucking hate the phrase old school, but that that kind of look. Yeah, and, You yeah. know, and some of the bikes I had, you know, people. It was sort of pre pre the fat tire thing, yeah. But um, you know, I you know, I won Mark Twos and Speedmasters and that, yeah. Um, but nobody or nobody all in in my group sort of could could get their head around that, you know. Nobody <laughs> liked sort of skinny, you know, skinny little um, uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't, you certainly, well, we certainly couldn't build stuff like that in Silicon. Certainly, nobody wanted us to build it. You know what I mean? Mm. Everybody was into, you know, sort of chunkyish stuff. So where did the Harleys come into it? Can you remember when when that was? Was that around when you did that? Um, that Billy Lane looking thing. I did. No, we had. You've done a few the, before that. The first Harley we ever did was like probably pre what we were just talking about. But a bloke bought in a. Um, uh, he wanted a, a like a, a Dave Man. Yeah. Um, replica built, and he had an Evo Sportster, and that was the first Harley we'd ever had in the shop. Is that when you were down Bromsgrove? No, no, this was still yeah, when we were yeah, back yeah, in, yeah. in Birmingham. Um, uh, so. We built him that, but that's when we started to do our, you know, more of our own stuff. And a, a guy called Neil um, was, um, he was a, a good fabricator. He, he used to build a lot of frames, and that's when he started building frames for us. Yeah. Um, so we built this, this. I can't say with the Dave Man replicas. He was once again, it wasn't thing, <laughs> but he was a, he was a like a rigid frame and you know big high yeah. eights and, and 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 sort of Mustang tank on it. All um, style looking. Yeah, yeah um, I'd got. I'd also, I think what I wanted to do was build something which I thought was like pretty out there and get noticed. Hmm. So I, I did this RevTech uh, yeah. bike, um, which was sort of chopper zinc style and it was all rusty. And it was that, a, that for me was one that I saw and yeah, that yeah. because I didn't actually know you, I knew of you, yeah. but I didn't know you personally. That, at the time, that was one of the first bikes I think yeah, I saw yeah, of you yeah. because it was all over the, the magazines. Like, well, yeah, it got featured a lot. I was yeah. a polish it as well. All over the place. Um, yeah. But I'd... Uh, um, but I sort of I tried to build that to sort of get the shop noticed. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, and yeah. it did, it worked, you know, people, and that's when we started getting, you know, much more... That's you know, when you'd moved down to Bromsgrove. No, we were still, oh, still, still there. Still, still there. Still at, still at um, uh, in Birmingham then. Right. Um, so I built that, and that's when we started to get people. And that's when I suppose the television thing had hit, and that's yeah. when you got you know everybody wanted something like yeah. that. You know, whether it be from a sports or a, or a drag star or whatever, we were building things with the, the villain tanks on, and yeah. you know, and six yeah. risers and stuff like that. And that's when I think that became that sort of became popular. Yeah. Um, and we were doing things like that. Yeah. Um, but this fucking RevTech thing got done. I, went, I, 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 I just messed up the, the battery on it basically. So I, I yeah. can't remember exactly what I did, but I hadn't made it. Well, I bought an oil tank, but I hadn't. I couldn't get a big enough battery in there, right? Right. <laughs> if, if it didn't start first time, that <laughs> yeah. was it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, was, yeah, yeah. it used to drive me nuts because it was a big, it was a well, biggish motor, it was a 110 inch or something. Yeah. And you couldn't get, you, yeah, you could, and it just drove me fucking nuts. Um, yeah. And I can't remember <laughs> if you batteries in all sorts, but I could never quite get it. 
well, well I, I think we did in the end, but you know, a new, new oil tank in it. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, you need a big cranker in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then you started with the fly right sports thing. What did was that something that somebody brought to you, or did you spot that and chase it? I spotted it. So uh, Jason was doing these really cool frames. So I remember seeing them in the magazines yeah. over there, sort of like the horse, horse and. Well, we thought that was once again that was a, that was a bit later than the, the, what we were just talking about, but that was yeah. uh, we, I'd, I'd seen the you know I'd seen these pictures of these bikes and they were these real cool little sports with tiny little frames and yeah. old fashioned tires yeah. and spring forks all big they were you know the DNA springs and and stuff with these real cool little spring forks you know little Z bars you know it's the yeah. first time anybody discovered yeah. to discover Z bars <laughs> and, you know and sports and tanks and metal flake and all that and I, and, and I thought well, you know I wonder if there's anything you know any any sort of mileage in them. So I contacted Clarov and got it well with them. We actually used to sell their complete bikes as well because they did their own like complete bike. Yeah, like a kit like, bike. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, well, they did an actual production bike, so yeah. they were like big twin Evos and stuff, but for complete complete bikes. So we bought a few of those in as well, just like real real basic ones. Yeah. Um, uh, but but yeah, mostly we used to build the the, the Flyrod frames. Um, e-bike sports there's literally hundreds of them I was going to say I don't even yeah. I was sitting the other day thinking about yeah. this how many you must have done of them because it's just pff, where they all are I don't know and probably a lot of them have been swapped and changed around you wouldn't recognise them now but yeah, there were just shit loads of them at the time yeah. and had on no one sort of how I'm not saying it hard as you're easy to build but when you were doing jack stuff you obviously couldn't buy anything really yeah. you know you suddenly couldn't buy axles and you know yeah. or, or whatever you know or you know, if you wanted a, a, a different set of forks, you have to do a lot of work to, to do yeah. it, you know what I mean, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And with these, especially with these posters, they were great, you know, you just yeah. buy the, I mean, Jason did a, a kit, so. I can't remember. Like I think rolling he did a complete, he, he did a, yeah, complete rolling chassis kit, so you get like the frame, all the engine plates and everything. Yeah. Um, new wheels, you know, just chrome 16 yeah. and 21 on it, um, forks, but all the bearing clubs, all the but axles. Even, everything. even with that coming as a, cam, a blank canvas sort of thing, you, you still managed to put all those bikes out, and they yeah, all look different. They were yeah, all yeah. different, different wheel yeah. sizes or different. Some have got springers, some have got tallies, some have got overs. Yeah. Some, you know, you could, do, you could do loads of stuff with them. Yeah. They, they yeah. were a real nice frame because I mean they were small, but they were like a real compact frame. But they just they looked right, and you, and you could build. It's like building a uh, you know like everyone you know using a, a stock big twin rigid frame. Yeah. You can get loads of different looks out of that, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you know, it was the same thing really. Yeah, so you yeah. could do anything from like a little fat. Yeah. You know, we used to put a 16 front and back on them and matte black them, and then they yeah. could do like one with six overs on them and real skinny tanks and stuff. Yeah. But you could you could build them in like for three days. You know, a couple, a couple <laughs> of days. Yeah. You know, you'd try build them all, yeah. and you just got everything there. And we'd make all the bosses and all the oil tanks and everything. Yeah. And um, especially when you'd done a few and you knew where yeah, all, we, where everything went and now where you got to make. We used to build them without the engine in. We yeah, just knew where everything yeah, went. You yeah, know, we used to yeah. we used to build them and send them off and powder coat all the frames and yeah. you know send loads of tanks off at once and. Yeah. And then just, you know, we're buying sports left, right and centre, you know, and just yeah. buying them up and kicking an engine and all these and, and just ploughing them out. They, should, yeah. they must still be out there. There must be so many of them that are still kicking around. Oh, I hope so. I know a few people yeah. that, that have still got up. Well, yeah, there's yeah. some that we yeah. know are still... Yeah, Carl's, Carl's still good yeah, yeah, Carl's is still as it was when yeah. he was then. We did, actually, we didn't build Carl's. But <laughs> we supplied yeah. them the, the shadow. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, that was... I think, and that's when, it, that's when it was... I think, A, it became that sort of... All that was a different style, that sort of thing became quite popular, yeah. and there was like different sort of customers coming in. Yeah. Where previously I was dealing with like the sort of leftovers of the sort of 80s, yeah, I guess, yeah. like of, of the, that sort of stuff. But this, when we started doing them, it was very much 
like a new type of customer and like a young cool yeah, customer that wanted yeah, new yeah. bikes, you know. Um, but then that that I think what happened from the, I think at that time when those fly right bikes were around that particular period just during and just after the TV hit. Yeah. I think just after that there was this thinking about the vintage came in. Yeah. And even though the styling of the bikes that we'd been riding was quite vintage. Yeah. The engines needed to be vintage at yeah, this point. Yeah, I yeah, think at yeah. this point everybody needed to have an Ironhead Sportster or whatever they could afford that was, that was actually old and I think that's yeah. unreliable piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. Well, I remember. You, I mean, I always sort of got into that accidentally, and I know there was obviously lots of people doing it anyway, way, way yeah. before I was in the UK running sort of real, real old stuff. Um, but I, I got into it accidentally, getting into old, old stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I certainly remember a switch from doing the Evo ones and like, yeah. as you know, with, with an Evo. It was as if they just became not as cool um, overnight. They, like. they definitely, I think they definitely became not cool. And I think the thing of going to somebody like me to have this really cool bike built at one yeah. point was, or for certain, for certain people, it was a cool thing to it do. It was, yeah. So these people would go and they'd say, you know, we'd sort of got a bit of a name for it. Well, I'd, I'd like to think we have, you know, a, a bit yeah. of a name. And these people say, yeah, I'm having a bike built by Bone Shakers, yeah. you know, and they'd have these things and they'd bike built and they'd, Theoretically, design them, you know, they yeah. discuss colours, and I mean, I still did whatever, whatever I wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but then I, I think there was a definite switch quite a while after that. But I think there was a definite switch to then. It's very uncool to, to have yeah, something to have do it. So yeah. it's it, it, you know, it's, it's cool to do it yourself, and yeah, that's right. when you know the world. Really yeah, that's it, that's another thing too. You know, but I think even when even when it was cool to have old, you were still building then. Yeah. Iron heads and shovels and pans. Yeah, for people and we could get on their floor off friends, couldn't you? So then we just yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> we, but we, I we, think we, it we. just added an extra element of difficulty for someone that's building because the reliability of that old motor is not in your hands. Really. It, it, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as you know, with the Evo Sports, you can, you can do yeah. no wrong with them. And we're on four speed bikes, exactly. stripping around twelve hundred yeah. of them. You know, doing the carbs, um, yeah. polishing the clean and everything, and you know. Bullets. Yeah, you wouldn't have any yeah. issues with them, you know. Whenever you'd be running new wheels and you'd have everything else for sort of you wanted, you know, on these little bikes. And of course, yeah. as, as you know, as soon as you start messing with old stuff, yeah. you're in a real predicament because you can only, you, you, you know, you couldn't, or very few people give you an open checkbook to do the bike, you know, yeah. as long as it, well, you know, just as, as good as anyone, as long as, you know, it was running. So you, you'd work out a budget and you can only yeah. do as, as what you can on that. So if they want an iron head, you know, kick only, drum brake, bike, you know. Yeah. It was very, or for me, or at that time, it was very difficult to, to you know, you had to give them, you had to give them a quote, and then you had to, yeah. you had to do what you could to with stick it, to that, it yeah. you know. Yeah. And then, as you say, no matter how good you did it, and no matter how good it was, when you tell it to somebody that you know never ridden something like that before, yeah. you know, then you know, that's it, it I think it. that was where the problem started occurring. Is when you said before that those Evo sports you were building were being sold a lot of the time mm-hmm. to people who were new riders. Yeah, yeah. When you put an Ironhead Sports to kick only in front of a new rider, it's just, it's very difficult. As much it? as it looks yeah. pretty, it's, and it's, it's so almost, difficult. It was almost not right, and the people that always yeah. were into that stuff, like Jono or Baz or whoever, you know, yeah. all those kind of people really that ran that old stuff would do it themselves. You know? yeah, yeah. So then it was always a bit put off making money off it, so it was a, you know, yeah. it was a difficult thing to, to do. But yeah. yeah, building stuff like that for people that, that weren't really into it would, you know, did get yeah. kind of difficult. You got some people that really got into it, you know, and learned about it and, you know, and looked after their own bikes and, you know, yeah. I had plenty of people like that, but then you also got the ones that, you know, got on a, a fucking shovel or something we'd just yeah. done and barrel it down the motorway, you know, for two hours on the, you know, on his first ride and then and complained that, yeah. you know, bits had fallen off it. Yeah. But, uh, 
Um, so then you've made a fleet of um, vintage choppers as well then, talking vintage choppers, vintage motors, yeah, yeah. Um, since the flyrat thing just yeah, yeah. fizzled out, did it? Uh, yeah, I think it feels like that for those reasons. I think they just became, you know, yeah. trends changed, and yeah. and then the, the sort of it was cool to have a, a yeah, stock the, frame. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the sort of older style thing sort of emerged, in, in you know, in the more mainstream, if that makes sense. That that became yeah. sort of more popular. Yeah. So yeah, people wanted the sort of older, like you say, older motors, all that kind of stuff. So the yeah. fluoride or the, the fluoride Evo stuff, yeah, that kind of yeah, yeah fizzled out. Um, so we did, yeah, we we, we did a lot of. On exports as well, a lot of everything really. Yeah, yeah. And um, was it about that time when you started sort of like bringing back in your influence of diggers? We know you've always liked diggers. You've always liked that since they were since they were popular first time around, though, have you? Yeah. The digger. A lot of people hate diggers, don't they? Oh yeah, loads of people. I think there's only six of us that like them, and I know them all. I think it was the same with with this stuff, and back when I was. 17, 18, you know, the, there was the bikes that I did like, um, and there were, that, like I say, like those excesses, sk- real yeah. skinny wheels, you know, city bars and, and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but you didn't build them just because everyone would have taken the piss, you know, yeah. at, at the time, you yeah. know, and I kind of wish that I, that I had then, and, and instead of going with that sort of, you know, mm. more mainstream thing, I wish I'd have sort of stuck to that, but I wouldn't yeah. have sold anything, but, but I sort yeah, of didn't the have time, the, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have the bollocks, if you like, to sort of say, well, fuck it, I'm just going to build this, yeah, this XS650 yeah. with a massive city bar and a Maltese cross light and a, yeah. and a you know, and, and, and whatever. Um, you know, you, so you the digger was always there in the back. Yeah, of your I've, I've always liked that real wild yeah. sort of show thing, and uh, I just I don't give a and fuck. Then, but okay. then it come to a point where you started making. Uh, yeah, well, I just thought fuck it, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'll just you know, I just want to you know, it's, yeah. it, I never did them to, to sell or anything, and, and yeah. to be honest, I never really sold the digger and made any any money off it. I've just did them for, no. for, for fun. But uh, but you've put some nice ones out there, though. Jeez, yeah, there's, there's not a lot of them, but so uh, yeah. And that and that's you've got one on the go at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm building one at the moment. I've been collecting parts for that for. for Done a few Jap engine ones. This one's got an iron head. Right? Did a few Jap engine ones. I went out to Italy with Stevie Marshall um, a few mm. years ago, and I know it's a, a story that I've, I've told everybody. We, we, <laughs> we, you know, I'm go I remember it. it. But we bumped into uh, Mr. Ness himself there, and he had um, one of his old um, bikes, yeah. which is an iron head sportster, um, strutted. Hard headed frame he built in around 75, and actually seeing that bike there sort of blew my mind. That's what, and that's what yeah, I right. built. So when I came back, I built uh, two Hondas, um, one 500 and one 550, both in line fours. Um, yeah. The one I built for my friend Andy uh, at the uh, at the trip out um, yeah. for, for the giveaway bike. Uh, which that red one, mm. that little red one, mm. uh, one I, and blue one I did for myself. Yeah. Um, then I did, yeah, a, a couple more. Um, just for fun, really. Um, yeah. uh, my mate Trawler, he had a, an Evo base. Yeah, we, right. we, we helped build, he did a lot of that on himself. He's still looking around yeah, right now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's bonkers. Yeah, he rides around on that. <laughs> um, and now the guy actually ended up buying the red digger, he's now also bought the blue one I built at the same time, which is nice and he's, right. he's really into okay. them. So I think, I, I don't know, I don't know if they are coming around or, yeah. or not. I've certainly seen, seen more. Is there a few more? Is there a few more you've done in between there? I don't know whether there's... The, is there a yellow one somewhere? Yeah, there were them. Yeah, we, I did a, another yellow Honda, um, yeah. uh, which uh, Toddy uh, did the frame on. That was real nice. Um, that was yeah. all in grey by Don Bloxwich, and that was... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Bob Monroe Rocket Tank. That was a real nice... Um, well, it wasn't really nice. It was fucking hideous. So there were a lot of people, but I thought it was really nice. Uh, that was one that was of my favourites. Um, but I got 
and I didn't want to sell it, but I got offered yeah. a lot of money for it. Um, and I think with those things, you'll never make the money back that, no. because there's, there's too much work in them. But I got offered a lot of money for it, that went. But I've also got um, uh, a Ness bike I've been putting together for ages, and that's another Ness hard-headed frame tank. Um, Is that the one you've got on going? Yeah, that's the one I've got yeah, going yeah. on. No, no, yeah, so that'll be, that, with that's a 60, the one. 60 sports motor it, It's an early 70s one, but yeah, that's yeah. a you know, real narrow. Century Springer. Um, yeah, nice. Uh, you know, that's, that's going to be... That'll, that'll probably be the last one I'll, I'll do for a bit, I think. That's meant to be my keeper. But, you know. And hopefully that'll be finished for our show at the end of this year. Well, that's the plan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so, from there, um, is that about the, the point where you've started winding bone shakers down and moved on to what you're doing now? Um... Yeah, I sort of, I think I sort of achieved everything I wanted to do with Bone Shakers. It was never really about making money. I mean, we we did all right out of it, but it was never, it was never about trying to get rich or trying to set up a proper business. It was just, yeah. you know, afforded at the time me to do what I want to do, and and sort of um, build my own stuff. And and you know, uh, by that time, you know, I met a lot of friends, including yourself and lots mm. of people, and we had some great times. You know, yeah. we, we, you know, we were, we we could do a load of stuff and. and yeah, had a lot, of, a lot of fun with it, yeah. and also a lot of, a lot of aggro. Um, but yeah, I sort of did everything I wanted to do, really, with it, and you know, I thought it was. But it's not to say that you've gotten out of it. You've still got your pan, and you've, which you've had since. Actually, you had that pan when when I first met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just in a different form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've had that, that for yeah uh, for a while. Yeah, when nobody had pans. I think they did. Nobody they on were about five grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, well, I swapped the, the, the RevTech I, I, I spoke about earlier, which I could never get. Well, it, it did. It ran lovely, but when yeah. you could get it running, I got that much of an arse with it. I um, uh, there was a I can't remember where it was, but there was um, a guy who dealt a lot in, in general Harley's, you know, and, and all yeah. the stuff he did all sorts. Uh, and I put it up for sale, and he expressed an interest in. in you know, he, he called me and said, "Look, you know, I'd be interested in buying that. Or do you want to do a part X?" So yeah. I said, "What have you got?" Yeah. And uh, he went through a load of stuff, and he said, oh, "I've got this, this pan." Hmm. Um, I said, oh, "All right." Um, I didn't really know sort of anything about it then, because I was, you know, I was, yeah. I was young. But um, I thought, "Fuck it, well, why don't I have a go?" <laughs> so okay. he came down and he gave me five grand and a panhead in a knuckle frame, and uh, took me horrible rib tick away, and that's, that's how I got it. Um, and I didn't know it was in a knuckle frame at the time, um, but it was a. It was quite a nice bike. It was like Mag yeah. Wheels, um, uh, obviously, you know, stock frame or black sports tank. Yeah. Sort of um, wide light front end on it. It was a, it was an alright bike. Um, Just wanted a bit of tweaking. Yeah, so I did. Yeah. I put spoke wheels on it, yeah. and I think that's a, you know, um, mm. that sort of time with a, a little Prisco mounted sporty yeah. tank, and I'd move the filler up, and you know, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And that's as I remember it. Had a red yeah. tank on it. Oh, it yeah, it yeah. was a bit, it was a bit. Hollywood having it on like a white seat and a white wall on the back and all that kind of stuff but that, yeah. that was the first incarnation of it yeah. yeah so when did well just for everybody that's listening we, we're recording this in uh, Benny's work workshop uh, place of business at the moment motorcycles and you can't see it but it's a, it's, it's like when, you, when I walk in here I see it as like um, it's like a film set or something it's like the perfect <laughs> picturesque place that you'd imagine being like a shop or a, a workshop, everything looks like it's been painted to perfection and <laughs> like the walls are just perfectly rustic and everything 
Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Irony, that's why before we had it. Yeah, yeah, that's why the walls were all black yeah. like that. But we thought we'd leave right. it way before we had it. But yeah, now it looks. Uh, I like it, it looks perfect. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, we're surrounded by bikes. So what's what's going on now? What's what's the current? Uh, I sort of developed a, a little sort of one two five. Uh, I say we developed it. I, 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 it was a sort of. Up with an idea, come up with an idea, yeah. yeah. Um, using a you know, a sort of already existing engine and yeah. basically sort of designed a, a, yeah. a, a cool little sort of commuter bike 125s and 250s, yeah. Um, and we sort of started doing that around about four years ago, and yeah. It just sort of went to it's come a long way, in four yeah. Years. It, it mm. sort of went ballistic pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty yeah. quick, really. Um, so yeah, and now it's a a recognised actual motorcycle manufacturing company. Yeah, it's our own. Um, it's our. They're actually our own bikes. They're yeah. registered as our, our own bikes, and uh, um, yeah, we sell them. Yeah, throughout the UK. It's, and, uh, it's and that's good. taking up a load of your time at the moment. That takes a lot of my time. Yeah, so I haven't got too well. I haven't got any time really, but yeah, right. Um, uh, custom making bikes at the moment, yeah. or you know, when we own stuff rather. Yeah. So, um, in the future, what? Well, I mean, you've told us that you're doing that digger. Is that to keep, or it's well, unless somebody offers you silly yeah, money for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, yeah that, that's the keep. So I've got yeah. three bikes really now. I've got my pan. Mm. I've got me uh, um, well, a little black seventy-six Sportster mm. with my mate Andy putting yeah. together for me, um, which is my sort of daily rider. And I've got the digger, and, mm. and I think for the moment that's what I'd like to sort of stick with because it's mm. sort of bike for. Mm. Every occasion, if, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. There's still loads of custom, you know, all custom stuff I'd love to do. You know, I'd love to build a wild trike. I'd love to build, you know, really, yeah, yeah or, you yeah, know, yeah. Like a proper seventies one. I'd love to do. Yeah. There's so much stuff I'd like to do. I'd like to do more Hondas, you know, um, yeah. you know, sort of seventies style jobs and stuff. You know, I'd really like to do them, but it's just it's just finding the time to do it. But this uh, this next digger I'm doing now, that's hopefully going to be. A, a real nice bit of kit, you know. Yeah, it's all it sounds like it's, it's going to be. Yeah, and, um, sounds like it's going to be special. So, what what would you say about um, what have you got to say about the, like the way that the fashions that have gone through over the last sort of ten years, fifteen years? Um, you know how we've sort of progressed from sort of like the, the pro street to the fat back tire to yeah. period correct. Yeah. What do you think's coming next? <laughs> I don't know to be well. I, I think I've been. Do you think bit it's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, do you think the, that this the, vintage thing is going to fizzle out? I, I don't know. It seems to be. It seems to be huge. It and does, I don't know it? whether. I don't know whether I just look. Like, I know there was plenty of people out there doing it way, way before us. I think obviously the internet, and Instagram, and whatever and blogs at the time brought a lot of people together. But uh, you know, which, which, which is which is great. But I think mm. definitely that it just seems to have like spiraled. It just like mm. everywhere. You know, you look. There just seems to be people building everything from really cool Evo sportsters to, to you know, crazy knuckles and all kinds of stuff. But just you know, lots of people doing it. So I don't know whether we're just more aware aware of it because the internet sports it all together, yeah. or, or if there are just loads more people getting into it. I don't know, but um, I think it's it's I, definitely growing. And, and I think on. that this, when when this old style thing first hit. Especially after it was right after the fat back tire mm. thing, those bikes with those big big back tires in mm. were so dear. I think 
it was refreshing to see that you could have a custom bike at a sensible price. And that, I thought that this was like the working class man's bike. But that's what I'm gonna. That's yeah. what I was gonna, yeah. was gonna say is that was how I saw that the working class man's bike mm. was what we sort of had. But then now this has turned into such an expensive yeah, yeah, game that yeah. I feel like it's going to yeah, collapse yeah. again. The same he, as he the fatback tired. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it, 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 I can see that the I, value I, of parts and stuff is just crazy now. I think paying for stuff. Yeah, I think things have, have, have gone up, and, and yeah. you know, in, in reality, if, you know, I don't, I probably wouldn't have bought a pan if I'd have actually gone out and tried to find one. I just sort of almost got yeah. one by, by default, yeah. you know, sort of stuck with it. Um, and I sort of know what sort of money they, they command now. I think from what I can gather, that it seems to be what what I liked about this stuff we used to do mm. is is that it was like you say, it was simple stuff, you yeah. know. And I'm I've never been I'm not a master fabricator or master mechanic or anything. I'm you know I'm more than happy you know for me with the business you know I'd I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd ask people that knew what they were doing you know to do stuff for us to make those positive things. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot yeah, of very clever yeah, people yeah. out there. You know um, that yeah. can do stuff, uh, but what I liked about, especially the, the Evo Sports and that kind of stuff, they were just super simple to put together. Yeah. Where building sort of big fat tyre stuff and doing the really heavy sheet metal, you know, uh, really cool, you know, stretch tanks and yeah. frames and, and big bars and that. It was a, I didn't like it anyway. I thought it was a little bit nasty, but B, yeah. it just seemed like like an awful lot of work. And what I liked about yeah. these old style stuff is, you know, it was spoke wheels, it was telescopic forks, it was, yeah. you know, rides just a simple tank with two bosses in welded into the frame to, yeah. to and, and yeah, that was, um, that was cool. But I think now it seems to be going almost the other way again now where people are building these incredible bikes that I wouldn't even know where to, yeah. to start. And, really and fancy engineering. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're still that old style, so it's an old UL or yeah. a knuckle motor yeah. and, 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 and the silhouette is that kind of look. Yeah. But these lads are making absolutely everything, and, and not not just making it, but making absolutely amazing bits and bobs on yeah. them. You know, incredible yeah. stuff, which is brilliant. And like I say, I don't know whether it's maybe it's, it's envious or not. I don't know. It's not the kind of thing I want on on one of my bikes, to be honest. I get, I mean, I even, get even the diggers are, are mm. simple. You know, they are like yeah. a, a pretty simple thing. But I think it's probably going that way, yeah. or some some of it's going that way. And I think that's going to develop into a sort of new sort of show thing and I know the yeah. sort of jokes going on about it I mean these guys that have like made their own engines and stuff which is yeah. like absolutely phenomenal but like where do you where do you go from there do you like make your own metal do you yeah. <laughs> you know mind your own I think you know. you're right I think it is making that transition like years gone by what what we try and mimic now is what happened in the 60s and the 70s yeah. in the 60s and the 70s Everybody didn't just go down to the shop and buy a TIG welder and yeah, yeah. have like this foolproof way of learning how to work yeah, TIG, yeah, yeah. TIG weld on YouTube yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you couldn't do that. So nobody, if you wanted something fancy making in the 60s and 70s, unless you were really, really clever, yeah, yeah. you weren't getting it made. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think, so to, to, to mimic it correctly, maybe you need to keep it simple. And I think there's a lot of people out there that, 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 that agree with that. Yeah, I think so. It's like, not so much about mimicking them for me. I think I just, yeah. I just like, I just like, I like that style of bike. You yeah. know, I'm not, you know. They've created a cool. Yeah. Uh, it's all the pictures and everything that you see in it. <laughs> and that's something that really frustrates yeah. me sometimes because there's pictures out there, all that San Francisco's in the late 60s yeah. stuff. Like, we're never going to recreate that. No, no, no. Jesus. We live in the Midlands. It's just influence, isn't it? I yeah. think the, re- the reason I love bikes like that, I mean, you, you've, ridden, you've ridden with me for yeah. miles everywhere. Yeah, we've talked thousands, yeah. Uh, you know, 
I don't like riding fast. If no. I've never been on a fast bike. It's no. fucking terrifying me. You know, even, <laughs> even on even on these, I'm, I've probably got the oldest one out of all this lot. But I'm still at the back. I just I, I, yeah. I like I like you know I, I like I like riding everywhere. But I, you know, I like I like the feel of the old bikes. I like the you know yeah. the agriculturalness of them. I like the yeah, yeah. the simplicity of them, and, and I just like riding them. You know, it, it's yeah. a um, I've got, I can't remember where I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I think there's there's something to be said about going to places slow too because you see so much more and you and you can appreciate all the boys that are riding around with you that that much more when you, when when you're doing something really fast it's like vroom, 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 everything just happens well, like you've like, the boat haven't you yeah but, you know, kind the, of yeah the, i've the, never been into fast road bikes because yeah. i just feel like it's an accident waiting to happen to be honest well, the, the fun for me when we go somewhere or when we, when we used to and there's 20 how many weeks you have a yeah when we used to say or 14 Jesus hours to get there but, but that, was, that was the fun of it you know and it yeah, was the fun it was, was stopping and stopping for a beer and a, it was a, a day, smoke and, and doing that and that's, yeah. you know, that, that, that's the fun of doing it for, for me that's why I like these, these, these yeah. kind of things yeah but no it's uh, that's cool so do you think uh, have you got any more plans for the future what's going to happen you pan you pan um, leave it as it is and just keep riding I think you could probably do with a read Bill, now to be honest, it could yeah. probably do with the freshen up. It could probably do with it. Only, only cosmetically, not not as a. Um, what I mean is, you don't need to change the shape of it or anything, do you? No, I just like it as it is now. To be honest, it, it just it just fits me right. It's just yeah. like um, it does. I'm sort of tinker with it that much that it's just yeah, warning and that you know everything. I just feel really comfortable on it. So yeah, uh, that's my bike. I don't think Maybe. I, you know it might change very slightly. Might have a different tank on or something. Or yeah, you know, half half me thinks make me think something a lot more comfortable when I'm older but I'm a bit of a way off that yet but maybe some fat tanks will go back on it and a, and a big seat and a, a short front end I don't know but yeah pretty much like it is it is yeah it, it, it's, it's been through a few different guises I've seen and I think it's you've got a good one now you've, you've got got the right shape now I think I think like you say it suits you I think everybody's got a shape of bike that suits their, yeah, their, yeah, their yeah. sort of I don't know maybe it goes with like the shape of their body or the posture or <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that I don't know oh, yeah, it does. yeah 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 uh, sound so uh, we'll wrap it up a bit is there anything else you want to add before we finish off I don't think so really I'm, I'm, no, I'm looking forward to your, yeah. your show and I'm yeah, doing right. down this to get me, me, me bike uh, me, me digger done to, to, to go in there so yeah that'd um, be really cool Um is there anybody you want to thank, or have you paid them all? Oh, fucking, well, we did. I've paid them all. Oh, there's loads of people. There's loads of people. There's a massive list of people who've helped me out, people yeah. I've learned from, and I don't want, I don't want to start listing names because I don't miss people yeah, out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm of course. Only, but yeah, loads of people. That Everybody have, knows. The vast amount of people that, that, have, that have helped me. Um, yeah. You know, uh, with, with Bone Shakers, um, you know, just for them, Zip, and obviously, and, and, yeah, and Big right. Nick, and, and Louis, um, and people like yeah. that that I've worked with and then you know just lots of people in the in the you know in the same into the same yeah, kind of thing yeah, you know yeah. there's loads of people and people like Toddy and Andy Porter and that who yeah. you know Andy Porter's done a vast amount for the you know the, the I hate the word scene but you know done a, yeah. a lot forward and brought a lot of people together and there's like I say people like Toddy who are you know fantastic engineers welders and, and, mm. and the like that you know um, that I try and learn from you know they're yeah, yeah. you know um, the kind of people to listen to and um yeah, I've also met a lot of good, a lot of good friends yeah. it, who remain to be good friends. So it's yeah, it's nice, cool. So yeah, thanks for uh, sitting down with me and 
hopefully this will be out in the next few days and we can uh, <laughs> see what dicks we sound like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Anyone can understand me. <laughs> um, it's just about start raining. I'm just about to get on my bike and ride home. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> All right. So yeah, what a story he's got to tell um, from the horse's mouth. Thanks, Benny. Really appreciate you spending your time. Um, yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed just having a ride down and spending the morning with him. To be fair, but, I enjoyed uh, listening to it. I wish I could have been there. But, uh, yeah, I just stuck yeah, on the side of the motorway. <laughs> proper chilled. And his place uh, where it is. Man, what a place that is. Isn't it's it? so nice. The setup there now is just every like workshop or unit he's had has just improved, 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 haven't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Fair play to him. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's worked got hard it, he's for got it. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good eye for it as well, haven't he? Yeah. yeah. That whole area around there where he is, there's graph everywhere. When yeah. I pulled into the street, when um, I pulled up to the gate, the shutter was down on his place. Right. And he was he was inside doing doing some stuff, and I. Um, as I pulled around the corner, there was like some film crew out, and they were filming some people across the road, like something's going on. I just rode through the middle of them, and they were just like, "What?" On earth? Just like, yeah, like a noisy bike, and, and yeah. The whole thing they were filming. Yeah. Ah. Can't fault no, it. Mega day. Totally yeah. appreciate it, and I hope that everybody that listens to it appreciates it too. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Definitely. Yeah. So. Also, we've got some wicked so, news. Yeah, some time. real exciting news. Um, yeah. So we're going to be using this podcast to bring you guys news of the show that we're running at the end of the year. Um, and, yeah, we've got some real exciting stuff coming up and we're going to kind yeah. of feed little bits out to you every episode just to kind of like, just keep you guys up to speed of what we're doing and what's going on. And um, as, we're, as we're getting it. Almost. Yeah, yeah um, as, as we're doing it, we're going to be putting out yeah. two kind of things. So, yeah. So, We've mi- still got lots to set in stone and lots of planning still to finalise. So, yeah, I suppose as we get the information and as we make the plans, we can drip them out to everybody, can we? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So this episode, we're really excited to announce that we, the date yeah. of the show that, that it's going to be at the end of this but, year. And it, uh, what's the date again? 5th and 6th of October. 2018, so. so. It's two days, but only the 6th will be show day. Yes, um, so we've got a really cool indoor venue, the yeah. historic Spode Work Factory in Stoke-on-Trent. Yeah, smack. smack in the middle of the country. Yeah, so guys from up north can come, from south all yeah. travelling kind of thing and yeah so it's super easy to get to kind of super accessible as well like there's no crazy traffic system it's quite a low key town and yeah you can either cheap as chips dude. you can you can either go to the <laughs> go through the peak district to get there or you come up yeah. the motorway whatever you kind of takes your fancy no like, yeah. yeah you can get there real easy mm-hmm. so um so, so yeah. we're it over two days but the idea is we're running only the the, the, the Saturday will be the show day um, with so Saturday is the main show with all the the choppers show um, yeah yeah all the vendors and everyone else kind of we're going to have some bands on as well throughout the day yeah. 
and um, a real good party Saturday night as well to kind of finish it off. We can bring more information about that. That'll more information about that will be coming on the next episodes. Um, as yeah. we're booking bands and all the rest of it as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. But the Friday night's going to be just as interesting. Uh, to be fair, I think party night's going to be Friday night. It normally is, isn't it? Everyone, like, yeah. is super excited. Yeah, they to... on Friday, don't they? Yeah, don't they? Get off the bikes and just get on it. So, <laughs> yeah, Friday night's going to be a good one. So we've got flat track racing at the local speedway track. Yeah, um, and the pre-show party's which, there as well. Yeah, so, so we, it's like three, four miles down the road from... The show site is Stoke Speedway. Um, yeah. Um, and the guy who runs that place is super friendly and he's just um, let us use it for um, hopefully we're going to have some good quality flat track racing on there. Yeah, um, we're going to get some good riders in and have some exciting yeah. racing for people to check out. And a lot of the, like, the, the a few of the chopper guys are involved with flat track racing now, kind of thing. And, yeah. and also a few guys will just see it for the first time and it'll be something exciting for them to watch and something mm. different as well kind of thing isn't it for them to check mm. out uh, at the chopper show kind of thing so and then we're going to get some bands playing there as well Friday night yeah and then, the, 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 there's, there's like a big bar in the Speedway Stadium so we'll be, we'll be getting a party going there on the Friday night and then there's, uh, we'll have more information about what's going on there. I think there's going to be some camping available and stuff at that place, but yeah. whether or not people want to use it. Um, but yeah, it's up to yeah. them, kind of thing. But yeah, we, we can following morning down to the show site, which yeah. is just up the road. Yeah, right in the centre of Stoke. So that's it. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be mega. It's going to be no yeah. other way of look, looking at it. <laughs> Isn't it. The plans we've got and what we want to do with it is going to be yeah, one hell of a show. And um, yeah. obviously, we can bring more information each episode, and yeah, keep you guys up to speed on what's going on, and what's available, and if you want to camp and stuff like that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, we can bring that too. Um, just wanted to mention as well, just at this point, um, if there is anybody out there that is listening to this that's got anything going on, like shows wise if they're organising a show if they're putting any sort of event on to do with bikes they're doing or, a run whether, or something yeah yeah then get in touch with us and let's let's talk to you about it and let's, yeah, let's try get them and on make here. anybody yeah. that is listening to this aware of it uh, yeah let's get you on here and uh, yeah try and yeah. help promote your show well, and what they're yeah, doing yeah I'm into yeah. that yeah yeah definitely yeah we'll probably be there anyway so yeah yeah right. <laughs> um so yeah I think that's about it, isn't it, bro? Yeah, I think it is for this episode, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, so we're going to finish out with some music. Yeah, to finish, it, finish each episode now, we're going to kind of pick some music, and yeah. And I think you're picking something today, aren't you, Sean? Yeah, well, I've, I've been stuck, stuck for this one, but I'll, um, I've got a song that I, um, to be fair, there's so many songs, but this one in particular stands out in my head because of... I think it's just a certain time in my life and even though we didn't know each other at the time, you can probably relate to this because it was probably just as influential to you as well. But Yeah, um, definitely, yeah. This kind of um, era of yeah, music. And, this this song, Corrosion of Conformity, yeah. Albatross, is like, it's a good, Corrosion of Conformity, Corrosion of Conformity, they're, they're, they're awesome, but like, 
this particular song was featured on Terraformer 2, which was a really... Um, yeah. At the time, we were both riding motocross, and yeah, these when these it was videos a motocross out, film, and yeah, it, um, I think it blew everybody's minds, and I think it changed a lot for motocross. Like it the did, way that yeah. everybody could look at it. Uh, yeah, it definitely um, changed the way I looked. There, I think, I think, and yeah, yeah, it it just made it seem so much more arty and graceful as a sport um, rather than just a race. It was it was yeah. more of a yeah, an art form, and uh, I think there's just something special about that them films that came out that time that, and the certain parts of it, particularly yeah. so the, you, where this song featured that was like, it just reminds me so much of where I was when that was going on. Yeah. And it was such a good time in my life. If you know what I mean? I've got so many good yeah. memories, good friends that were around me. There's, and there's like, a few videos that yeah. time, kind of thing, and every now and then you just a, a song come on and it's from one of them and it just brings back all that kind of... Exactly. I can be stood yeah. in a, a club or a pub. And there used to be a pub in town here, and they used to have it in the jukebox. And <laughs> if somebody put it on or it randomly played on, you just stopped in your tracks, yeah. and it just boom, you're just there. And yeah, totally. Yeah, you're back. Real to like, special times. Yeah, back to being like 14, kind of just like yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely. Perfect tune to finish it out. Thing. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening again, yeah. and um, yeah, look forward yeah. to the next episode. Yeah, thanks everybody. We'll see you next time.